What is going on, guys? I want to welcome you all to the 22nd episode of the Paramount Podcast. Guys, I am your host, Thomas Michael Para of the most underrated relationship lifestyle podcast on this very earth, guys. The Paramount Podcast is all about being the carpenter of your life. The hammer is truly the only tool that can build and destroy, guys. And that's what we're all about at the Paramount Podcast. Building our life the way we want it to be and destroying and knocking down everything in our path that's going to fucking stop us from getting there. Guys, as always on the Paramount Podcast, listener discretion is advised. And although this is going to be a little bit of more of a lighthearted episode today, you know how you guys, you guys know, man, I just get, I get fucking intense. I get the feels, the emotions get to me. And I just, I, so, I, I, so I have to drop in that. See, I can't even, I'm mumbling over my words. I got to drop in that listener discretion is advised. Guys, currently 184 pounds of nails and wood and all that is good, guys. Over the last week, I am down two to three pounds, guys. Setting the example as a first form legionnaire, living by example, guys, for all of your health and fitness, diet, muscle building, fat loss, vegan diets, Keto diets, whatever it is, guys, I've been there. I've done it all. I've done all the training, bodybuilding, crossfitting, Olympic lifting, fucking you name it, boxing, martial arts, you name it, guys. Anything that you need in that realm, you let me know. And also a little, maybe like some sourdoughs, a bakery, a little bit of donuts. Guys, I cooked up some donuts. It is actually Monday, October 14th, guys, and it is Thanksgiving in Canada, guys. And which is why I decided to make this episode about being grateful and being thankful as fuck. But before I get into that, I also want to explain that, guys, I am currently on phase two, day three of 75 Hard Guys. I failed to read my 10 pages a couple nights ago. I fell asleep with the lights on. You know, I fell asleep and I woke up in the middle of the night with the lights on and did not read all of my 10 pages. So I had to start over. And, uh, you know, you guys, I think maybe some of you guys out there think that just everything is just easy for me when it's not easy for me. I had said, mentioned this before, that discipline is not easy. And, and, and you know, I'll get, I'll get DMs saying, how, like, how, does, how do you make discipline so easy? No, discipline is not easy. That's what makes it discipline. It's not easy, guys, and I failed. I did not. I think it was in about uh, day 15 of phase two of 75 hard, and I did not finish my 10 pages. And, you know, I thought, oh, you know, I thought, okay, I can read. Uh, I could I could wake up right now and read the 10 pages. Uh, I could read 20 pages tomorrow. I could. No, 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 no. It's not about the 10 pages, you guys. 75 hard is a mental program and if I let those 10 pages slide if I tell myself and lie to myself it's all about being honest with yourself and if I lie to myself saying that oh you know I didn't the rules are the rules okay and I broke the rules I fell asleep before I finished the day and if I justify those 10 pages guys then I'm going to justify that extra slice of pizza which is fine guys i eat fucking pizza i made homemade fucking sourdough buttermilk donuts tonight and they are not low calorie okay but there's a difference between eating two or three maybe indulging in some donuts or some pizza 
you know, eating five, six, seven, whatever, however many slices of pizza, it's fine. But there's a certain point to where we all know to where we are overdoing it. It's beyond enjoyment anymore. And that is where the 10 pages come into play. That is where everything comes into play is where you basically learn to hold yourself accountable and be honest with yourself. And that is what it is about, about being 75 hard. It's about self-integrity, sticking to your word. And that's why I had to start over, guys. So now we're currently on like day four, I think. I'm not sure. I'd have to, <laughs> I got to check. But anyways, I had to get that out, guys. And like I said, it's October 14th. It is Thanksgiving, guys. And I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone that is supporting me and supporting the Paramount Podcast. You guys, you don't understand what this means to me. Currently sitting at 1,512 listens, guys. Now over 25 countries. This Paramount Podcast is now downloaded in 25 countries guys thanks to singapore uh fuck you guys i can't explain to you how much this means to me um guys those countries include canada australia u.s sweden israel south africa eswatini greece united kingdom india bangladesh norway france philippines switzerland austria peru united arab emirates spain taiwan ukraine brazil south korea romania and now singapore is the latest edition guys and i just can't it is unreal it's a privilege to be speaking with you guys and it's a privilege that you guys are listening to this podcast guys and we're just as, we're, if you didn't know, we've already been getting into this episode. We're getting into this episode. Thankful as fuck. Guys, without you guys, guys and gals, without you, this, this podcast would not exist. The Paramount podcast would not exist. The whole Paramount idea about taking the seven people in my life that give me endless support and me channeling that through myself into the other people in this world in their lives who need support in the areas that they don't have it because that is one thing that i have been born with you can't choose who your family is who your parents are and i know how lucky i am to have what i have and i have always had support guys and i am making it my responsibility to give that support that I get through those seven people. My two parents, my younger sister, my older brother, my brother-in-law, my sister-in-law, and my little niece give me support, endless support in all the craziest shit that I do. And I know there's people out there in this world that do not have that support system. And that is the whole point of the Paramount Podcast is to give that to anyone that I can at any time. Empowering them to become the carpenter of their life, guys. Spreading the paramount message to all the young men out there and boys coming, growing into men about how to treat women. How to empower women. Treat women as equals in all areas of life. How to be a man. How to be romantic. 
how to be respectful of women and how to and, and also to educate women on why men are the way that we are. And the whole dating and love game, guys, because let's be honest, it is a human need to just want to be happy. You cannot not want that. It is biological. And I think that a lot of that, I think that happiness comes from basically facing all of your demons, all of your pain, but you need support to do that. And that is why the Paramount Podcast has been started, okay? And that, it is only existing because of you guys. And my gratitude is forever fucking endless to you guys. And the reason, if you can, if you could just hear this emotion and this passion in my voice, it's because it's in my entire fucking body. It's in my heart. It's in my everything you guys because i was literally two minutes ago if reading through dms on instagram from you guys because i always ask for feedback and i i know there's a lot of phantom listeners out there there's a lot of people that listen uh you know and they don't tell me that they listen or they don't give me feedback and even people that i know that i see in like my day-to-day life in the flesh don't even tell me that they listen to the to the podcast and I could see the analytics, guys. I could see the cities and the countries and percentages. That's how I know there's 25 countries listening. But I don't know who exactly specifically. But I do know that the amount of people that have told me that they listen and they, and they, and they tell me what they get out of every episode um, does not match up to the amount of people in those areas. And I was reading through some of these DMs and I shared some of these DMs on my story, guys. If you want to see some of these, uh, uh, the feedback that some of these people have given me on the topics of porn and the topics of boundaries and the topics of what a man, for all my homies out there, what, how to treat a lady in the bedroom, outside of the bedroom. I was reading these DMs and I, in all honesty, I did not want to come out here and record this podcast. And when I say come out here, I'm sitting on the fucking driveway inside of my mobile podcast office. Manny. Manny. Okay. Why am I sitting on the driveway? Well, guys, because I take a lot of fucking risks in life. Okay. Because I have this support group at home. I take a lot of financial risk. And I'm currently back right now working for my father, building houses, as a lot of you know. But that also means that I'm also in a room in the basement of my parents' house at the age of 33 years old. And I've went into this in other podcasts about how I feel like a complete fucking failure. But the difference between being a complete failure and, and a success in progress is that I don't quit. I've never quit. As soon as I quit, I'm a failure. As soon as I quit, I'm a failure. Okay? And I ain't fucking quitting. I ain't fucking quitting. And you guys are helping me not quit by listening to this podcast. And I am forever grateful for that. You guys, you guys see me on 75 Hard. You guys see me getting shredded. You guys see me putting out all this shit, trying to help people, 
trying to show that you can get shredded while eating bread or donuts or whatever the fuck you want to eat, whatever it is. Guys, it's because of you guys. You guys think, you guys think that this is just all me. It's just all me. This is just the way that Thomas is. This is just the way that Tom is. He can just fucking handle anything. No. Guys, what you see when I'm showing you progress pictures, it comes from you guys. You guys have made me better at making these podcasts. You guys have put this emotion in my body. You guys have allowed me to feel what I'm feeling right now. It's because of you guys and I thank you for that. I don't know who I would be if I didn't know who you are. So you are me and I am you, period. Another thing that I'm thankful for, guys, is family. I actually have 21, 21 uncles and aunts, guys. My dad's side had 14 children. Oh, sorry, I kind of skipped around there for a second. Hold on. The reason why I'm out sitting on the driveway is because my fucking parents are sleeping. (laughs) And I got to record this podcast and I knew it was going to be fucking fire. Because reading those DMs and shit, I knew it was going to be fire and I was probably going to be yelling at the fucking phone. And I'm recording this on my cell phone because I didn't have no setup today. I did not want to do this. It's fucking 10.47 p.m. and I'm getting up at 3 o'clock in the morning to go to the gym. But that, that doesn't fucking matter because I don't quit. So I'm not a failure. I'm a success in progress. And it's thanks to you guys. Now, back to the family. (laughs) I want to keep them. I want to make that clear. I got 21 uncles and aunts, guys. I have family in abundance, okay? My dad's side had 14 children. My mom's had seven. So I have roughly, I believe it's 55 first cousins and over 100 if you want to include my second cousins, guys. If you want to include my cousins' babies. I got over a hundred and I know, I know those 55 cousins very well, or I grew up knowing them very well. I'm grateful for my parents, guys, the endless support that they give me. There's no two great humans on this earth, guys. I'm grateful for my older brother and my sister-in-law that live in the mountains that live in Canmore, guys. You guys have seen those beautiful mountain stories that I was posting over the last year. Um, they supported me on this crazy fucking mission that I'm on as well. And my sister and brother-in-law and niece, well, my sister and my brother-in-law in Australia where I can literally go at any time and visit and not feel like a burden and they would support me there as well. Um, getting work, finding work, able just to stay there and take some chances there. And then Isabella. My little niece. I wasn't going to say names, but that name just came out, actually. Isabella, my little niece. She's going to be two in December. And, um... (laughs) You know what? Out of all these these things that I've been mentioning right now... (sighs) It's kind of a long story, and I was never actually supposed to be in Australia when I was in Australia. Um kind of one of those crazy life stories to where it's just like it all worked out in the end even though it wasn't supposed to work out at all and I was actually there for the birth Um, and she was premature 
she was, I think, 2.2 kilos, like four pounds. She was tiny. Guys, and I had never held a babe. I have never held any. I don't even know if I've held a toddler, <laughs> a toddler before this, guys. And I'm so grateful for Isabella because she is teaching me to be an uncle. She has given me something that nobody else could have ever given me except for maybe another niece or nephew. Um, the love of a sibling's child. I don't know if there's anything greater than that except for maybe your own, which I do not have at this moment. But she has taught me to... She taught me a whole other world, and I'm totally grateful for that. Going from never even holding a toddler to... <laughs> like, feeding, burping, putting her to sleep. Um, guys, now I can... I could I could feed her with a bottle. I went from holding her for the first time for like an hour, not moving a single muscle, to feeding her uh, with a bottle, and then she drops her dummy or her soother on the floor, on the ground, and I switch her over to the other arm, and I pick it up, and it's just like she's taught me how to be like uncle as fuck. I don't know how else to say it. Guys, I'm grateful for friends, current friends, old friends. Maybe I don't even speak to anymore just because life goes on, guys. Um, but it all plays a part, you know what I mean? It all plays a part. And new friends. And just relationships, guys. Like I guys tell you, I don't watch TV. And it's not because I don't like TV. I'm constantly, constantly, constantly through Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, fucking emails, fucking the My Transformation app. Uh, I know I'm missing another, another one, but anyways, I'm always talking, talking, talking to people, building relationships and making deposits into current relationships as well, guys, because I think that relationships is what's most important in this life and it's what's really going to get you what we're all looking for plain and simple guys i'm grateful for travel um like i always say you know the you can get education from a textbook from a classroom but you can't get wisdom wisdom is through experience of something and traveling i think is the ultimate experience you guys when you arrive in a foreign country if I, as, I've, as I have said before um, when the language is, is foreign and the currency is foreign and, and you're driving on the other side of the road and you're sitting on the other side of the car and the people are foreign and you're the minority you're the one that stands out now you're the one that gets gawked at and looked at weird and you have no no choice but to like rapidly process everything that's going on around you so you are s still remain safe and you're going in the right direction you're not going to take advantage of guys your 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 brain is on next level growth and you know i have flashbacks of traveling and i really think it's because i've had to be so present when arriving to a new place that 
I could literally see it like a movie now. And I don't think there's any other growth that, out there that you can get from that kind of travel. That's why I'm grateful for traveling. I'm also grateful for being born in Canada. And I don't think that a lot of people who are born in some of these, I don't know, quote unquote, what you'd say like better countries, I guess. To When I say better countries, I mean better countries to travel from and like freedom to make decisions and I can be me and you know like I said it's easier to travel Canadians are just accepted in more countries than say other countries you know Canadians uh, Americans Australians a lot of Commonwealth countries um, the UK stuff like that there's a lot of countries in Europe um, South America Africa where these it, it's all based on the relationships between these countries, guys. It has nothing to do with the people in it, but it's based on the relationships of those other countries and the governments. And because I know of people traveling and models and traveling that, it, you know, sometimes being a Canadian, I can get a landing visa in certain countries for like, it could even be up to like, a tourist visa for like three months as where other countries they got to apply for a visa and they may or may not even get accepted guys it is an absolute privilege and a blessing to be born in Canada and if you don't realize that you need to realize that because that again that is one of the things like I said before that you're not born you're not, sorry you can't choose who your family is you don't choose what country you're born in and if you're born in a country that is essentially has good government relationships with the majority of the world, that's a privilege. Okay? It's not like <laughs> you're to decide who's allowed into your country necessarily or anything like that. It's a privilege and it's a complete fluke that you were born in that country. You need to realize that in some ways you do have a head start. In, on top of other people and you should be thankful for that guys the whole point of this podcast is yes I'm sharing with you how thankful I am and how grateful I am but I'm really hoping that because in all honesty I had a basically a shit I like to call them test days you have a test day and this whole last week was a test week I didn't even fit I, I failed at 75 hard um and I just really hope that this, I'm going to go through areas of my life and I'm hoping that you can, if you can just take one of these areas, one of these examples tomorrow, right now, tonight, how, whenever you're listening to this and you can feel some gratitude and realize that, hey, you know what? Life is just not that fucking bad. Not as bad as I thought it was. Then mission accomplished with this episode, guys. Mission accomplished. I'm grateful for the gym. I'm grateful for that I'm allowed to basically be concerned about my health. Guys, you go to a third world country, it is an absolute privilege to go to the gym. Regular people in India don't just go to the gym. It's a privilege to go to the gym to be considered to be worried about your physique and your health and building muscle and getting a booty and having a chest and arms and legs. That's a privilege. It's a privilege. It's a privilege to worry about your diet. It's a privilege to have to eat healthy. It's a privilege. 
to go walk down the grocery store and not go down the junk food aisle and to stick out stick around in the fresh foods and in the produce and in the meats and all the unprocessed foods it's a privilege to go on a diet although I don't like diet and I don't believe in diets let's get this clear and I never put anyone on a diet what I do is I educate people and I try to find what works for them something they can adhere to stick to long term it's a lifestyle it's not a diet but it is a privilege to be worried to be concerned about losing fat or building muscle think about how many of us stressed about going into this Thanksgiving weekend worrying about how much food and drinks we're going to have and we're going to gain five pounds in two or three days in a weekend or something, right? That's a privilege. It's a privilege. Oh, no. Your biggest problem is you ate too much fucking pie. Too much fucking pie. Could you imagine if you went to a third world country and you told... Those people, those children, starving children, or whatever their issue is, sex trade maybe. You know what? (laughs) I just got to tell you, my biggest problem is that Thanksgiving, I can't put down the fork. They're going to look at you like, what the fuck are you even, what? That's a, what? And then, you're going to go burn it off at the gym? (laughs) privileges guys I'm not trying to be like condescending or anything these are things that I think of like when I had a very unhealthy relationship with food um, when peanut butter was like crack to me I I would tell myself how fucking pathetic are you myself this I'm not directing this at anyone so don't get offended Okay, I was telling myself how fucking pathetic are you that your biggest problem in this world is that you can't Stop eating peanut butter right now. My biggest problem in this world right now currently is that I've literally, and I'm not kidding, eaten like six jars of peanut butter every day. Like binged. Hard. And I put stuff inside of the peanut butter jar. (laughs) Like glossettes and candies and shit. And I just eat it all with a spoon. And I go buy another one because I truly believe in facing your weaknesses and putting it in front of you. Maybe that wasn't smart at that time, but now who's laughing? Because I just made two dozen fucking sourdough buttermilk donuts that are sitting on the counter right now, and I had, well, two, two of them, and I'm good. I'm good. Like, I don't need, it's not like I'm fighting. There was a time where I couldn't sleep. I'm not even kidding. I couldn't even sleep because my anxiety was so high because I already binged three fucking peanut butter jars, and I bought another one to face my demons and it's just sitting in the kitchen keeping me from sleeping you guys how pathetic is that that's what I said to myself I'm that fucking pathetic that's my biggest problem it is a privilege and I'm thankful and grateful realizing that that's a privilege to even be able to worry about the gym or about my health okay I'm thankful for cold showers man I tell you what, cold showers, like I said before, that'll rip your fucking soul out, especially 30 days in a row on phase one of 75 hard. And I'm kind of happy that phase two does not have cold showers in it. And no, I don't know what phase three is yet, but I'm pretty sure it has cold showers. (laughs) 
and I'm not looking forward to it and I'm looking forward to it as well. But cold showers has basically brought in the contrast of hot showers and I'm thankful for that perspective of how much of a blessing it really is to have hot water. You know, guys, you know you live a privileged life when you deliberately put mountainous amounts of pressure on yourself, okay? People with real struggles, like I was saying in third world countries or fighting illness, guys, they, they don't put mountainous amounts of pressure on themselves. You're not going to see someone in a third world country be like, life is so fucking hard right now. You know what? I'm going to add more stress and shit to my life because it's just, no, they don't do that. If you live in a country and you have a life to the point to where you're soft and you have to put pressure on yourself, you have to be hard on yourself. You should not feel sorry for yourself, that you need to harden yourself, that you need to put positive pressure on yourself to build determination, grit, self-esteem, self-integrity. That's a privilege to put pressure on yourself, guys. It's a privilege. Let's just be real. Guys, I'm grateful for Paramount Builders. The the name, my father's construction company, wood framing construction company, um, where I got the name of the Paramount Podcast. And what Paramount means to me is basically growing up from a boy to a man and all the things that go into a family business and entrepreneurship um, and the way everything that my father and my parents have taught me and what I learned on the job site of working in minus 50 minus 50 Celsius and plus 40 degrees Celsius and working 10, 12, 14, 15, 16 hour days in extreme windy conditions and how I apply that shit to all the stuff in my life. And that's where Paramount Podcast has come from, guys. But you know what I realize? Paramount Builders, as much as I do not want to be here, as much as I do not want to be here right now framing, because I just there's other things that I want to do in my life, but I'm here now because of the financial risks that, risks that I have taken. But you know what? I used to hate coming back here. I used to hate it more than anything because it meant that it took away from my gym which is a privilege it took away all of my privileges because I was just working too much and I couldn't do what I really wanted to do but when you come from the perspective the paradigm shift that being able to travel and work as a model which is a huge fucking privilege And then being able to come back home and jump back into work and make money is, again, a massive privilege. And, you know, a big part of me not wanting to come back home is because, again, I felt like a failure. But like I said, if you don't quit, you're just a success in the making. And what I've realized over is now that my father's 61. He's not going to be working much longer, but he's still out on the job site. He's still up, not only on the job site, working side by side. I was working on the roof with him on this past Friday, guys, before the long weekend. On the roof, 61, working with my old man side by side, cracking jokes with all the other boys. Do you know how much of a privilege that is? 
I do. And even though it's fucking cold out, and even though I'm fucking broke, and even though sometimes I still feel like a failure, and sometimes I still feel sorry for myself, it doesn't last long, though. Less and less each time, because I realize what I really do have. But guys... Not everyone has a father figure around. And on top of that, not everyone can work with their father. And on top of that, not everyone can work with their father side by side for the last 19 years, guys. I've been a carpenter since the year 2000. And I can work with my old man side by side by side by side by side by side. And overall, we're pretty cordial. I mean, obviously we get on each other's nerves. We're fucking father and son. But how much of a blessing is that? Because at some point, he's no longer going to be working. And at some point, I'm going to be successful as fuck. <laughs> and, I'm not, and, I'm, and I'm no longer going to be framing either. I want to give the life back to my parents that they gave to me. And let's all be honest, as life goes on, people pass away and I'm going to have those memories of working with my father side by side by side by side you guys and for me that's damn near comparable to holding my niece for the first time and that I'm forever grateful for I'm grateful for my mother, guys. She's just a little iron addict. She's an absolute saint, okay? Um, there was a time when I was back a year or two ago, she'd come to the gym with me every morning. Who else, who else crushes iron with their mother? I mean, some people do. But I would say less than more. My parents are my parents and they're also my best friends and they're also my support group and that's the whole reason for this podcast you guys to give that to you guys in any way that I can and just know that sometimes when it takes me a while to get back it's not that you're not a priority that I'm literally spreading myself thinner than fucking rice paper and I'm trying to get back to everyone and not just like a hey hello and an emoji I'm sending videos I'm sending voice notes I'm carefully reading and replying because I do love you guys as much as my family members okay and that is the key Real value is in the inefficiencies. It's about doing what others don't do. That's what makes the difference. That's what builds relationships. That's where these emotions come from. I'm thankful for the boys at work, man. All the guys at work, they're like fucking brothers to me. Brothers from all other mothers. So much locker room humor and dick jokes. Fuck. For all you people out there that have a good workplace, man. You should be grateful for that shit.
Uh, you know what? I'm grateful for struggling with weight loss for basically my entire life. Because now I can, now that I'm finally on the other side of things. And don't get me wrong, my demons still knock at the door, but I punch them right in the fucking between the eyes. <laughs> it's always going to be there, you guys. But I am grateful for struggling with weight loss and my diet and my body image and everything because I can relate to everyone else that has those same issues. And I'm grateful for mental health struggles too. Because it means that, you guys, if you never have any mental health struggles, I think you're just naive. <laughs> I feel like the more aware and the more conscious that people are, you might just naturally have more mental health struggles because you're just that much more aware of everything. And you know what, guys? I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for Manny, this little Mazda B3000 that... Man, if Manny could talk, all the podcasts that we've done inside of Manny, snowstorms and shit, uh, all the all the seventy five hard uh, uh, um, outdoor cardio workout uh, times that we've crushed together, you know, driving back and forth to the mountains with no cruise, no stereo, <laughs> Manny, 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 I love you forever. It's all part of the journey, guys. It's the journey that makes the story. Social media, I love social media. Social media, like I said, is what you make it. If you're somebody that puts out good stuff, positive emotions, positive content on social media, it will serve you. But if you don't actually put out anything and you're just putting posts to get likes, to feel better, guys, it's going to destroy you. So make sure the content you're putting out is serving people and not self-serving. That's the key. And I've been on both sides, both sides of it. And sometimes you all have to come back to it always and be like, wait a minute, am I posting this just to get likes because I haven't posted in a while? Or is there actual value in what I'm posting? And guys, I'm so grateful for technology. I'm literally recording this and you guys can listen to it within minutes of me being finished. You know, another thing is, Oh, like with technology, uh, sorry, I'm going to stick on this technology for a minute. When I first started traveling, guys, first started modeling, there was no GPS. There was no Skype. There was no smartphone. There was no FaceTime. It was just a phone back in 2010, like nine years ago. If I wanted to call home from Shanghai, I remember this vividly. This goes back to how I say that I was so in the moment, so present, so aware that this memory is forever ingrained, burned into my psyche. That I was standing at a payphone inside of a Chinese grocery store market with a Chinese payphone card on a payphone, you guys, trying to call my mother. And I spoke to her for maybe two minutes and she couldn't hear me because there was so much yelling going on in the grocery store about all these amazing deals on, I don't know, fucking chicken or fish. I don't even know. And now, and there was no MyFitnessPal, guys. So it was hard, you, nearly impossible to track anything diet-related. You want to know how I used to do it? it would, I would literally have to weigh every single, pe- every single item that I ate and then convert it into calories and convert it into macros, carbs, proteins, fats, and then add it all up at the end every single day. Every single day. Unbelievable. I also remember when I was emailing my coach last year when I was in Athens, Greece, guys, and I was on this uh, 
I was getting married again. I was on a yacht, and it was it was a magazine editorial. I was getting married to um, a beautiful bride from Russia, and I remember emailing my coach, who I still actually have to email tonight. Fuck. No, not fuck. It's a privilege. It's a privilege to have that coach. See what I mean, guys? Fuck. See what I mean? Just caught myself there. So, I... Lucky for me, I have to email my coach tonight, still. Life is so good. <laughs> uh, I was literally emailing him, and I was just like, man, I was just like, bro. When I think about it, how crazy it is, I'm actually sitting on a yacht right now doing this photo shoot for this magazine editorial for wedding dresses. And I was the groom. I could literally email you from a yacht. How fucking crazy is that? And that's one of the reasons of many why I love technology, guys. A guy like me can have a podcast who I'm basically illiterate. My punctuation, my grammar is horrible. And also, I could write a book and publish it if I choose to, which I plan to do. I don't know when, but I do plan to write a book. And I don't know what I'm going to call it. I do actually have an idea for the title, but I'm not going to give that away because it might be a decade. But again, technology. And tomorrow I have a um, another Zoom call, like a FaceTime, like a business Zoom call uh, with Tim Grover for the Down and Dirty's Mental Warfare, Mental Toughness 10-week program. If you guys don't know who Tim Grover is, he coached Michael Jordan for 15 years. He coached Dwayne Wade. All right, when I say coached, he was a strength coach, not the team coach strength coach one-on-one Kobe Bryant D Wade Michael Jordan 15 years I get to talk to that motherfucker face to face with him and all of my other down and dirty allies in a private group guys of 200 people 200 people that you get accepted into out of thousands that applied how much of a fucking privilege is that that I get Tim Grover for two hours every single Tuesday for 10 weeks. And on top of that, we have challenges every single week, every single day to be mentally tough. And if that's not enough, I have a Zoom calls, business calls with Arte Syndicate, which is with Andy Frisella from First Form, the um, CEO of First Form, which is why I'm a First Form Legionnaire, and also Ed Milet who are the two founding CEOs of Arte Syndicate. And I have calls with them, not for 10 weeks, but every single Wednesday, three times a month for the entire year. Again, selected from just a small handful of us, like-minded people working on that business, on that entrepreneurship, guys, like I said, I'm not a failure. I'm a success in progress because I will stop at nothing. And I just want to make things clear. Financially, I am fucking broke. But Tim Grover, even though I got accepted, he wasn't just like, yeah, man, yeah bro, just come in for free. <laughs> Andy and Ed Milet weren't just like, keep in mind, they're worth hundreds of millions. Hundreds of millions. And I'm pretty sure First Form is going to be a billion-dollar company very soon and um, I mean they did just drop in Australia Canada's going to be very soon UK 
Guys are going everywhere. But you think Tim Grover or Annie Frisella or Ed Marlette are like, bro, we like you. <laughs> you can come in for free. No. No. That shit cost me money. Lots of money. You actually don't want to know how much money that cost me. But it's an investment in my future. Fuck, that cost me a lot of money, but I don't see it as money. It's value. And I would have paid double. See, when it comes to me for money, there's no plane ticket in this world that would be worth, would cost too much for me to go, not go and see my niece. Because the value is much higher than any plane ticket. And if the plane ticket doubled, then I find versus saving money, I still think everyone should save money daily. I pay myself every single day, I do, even if it's just a dollar. I try and pay myself as much as possible every day until I get another check or some more income coming in. But if things are really tight, I literally go to my bank account and I pay myself $1 every day because it's about the feeling of paying myself every day. And it's not so... I do believe in saving money, but I I really believe in... I think a lot of people get trapped in saving, 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 saving everything that they make as where I believe in paying yourself every day but finding new ways to make money. And I would find new ways to make money to get to Australia, even if that ticket cost me 10 Gs to see that little girl. Oh, and to see my sister and her brother-in-law too. I mean, I like, I like them, but you guys get my point. It's the value. I put myself in further debt with Tim Grover, the Arte Syndicate. Um, I got my ATG coach, uh, Ben Patrick, knees over toes guy. Grateful for those motherfuckers. Fixing my broken ankles, guys. I shaved another minute off my run today because of those guys. That costs me money too, monthly. And my other coach I was speaking about before, Chris Yucky Lovato on the Instagrams. I signed up for a one full year transformation and that cost me money. I will pay any amount of money to work with the best if I want. With like the selective best that I want in my life. I have no problem paying people good money if they're the best at what they do and they're going to teach me how to be better. No problem. And I'm totally, that falls all under the technology because I can talk to these guys at a drop of a hat. Guys, I am so thankful for music. I really think that it is a beautiful, total human expression and nothing else. There's no other life form that makes music. Well, I guess you could say birds and shit and maybe whales sing and stuff, I guess. Maybe that's not totally right. But I mean like instrumental too as well. (laughs) I don't know what I mean, but you guys know what I mean. And the thing about music is a lot of the times it's like smell for me. It literally takes me back instantly to like when I was making that phone call from China off of a phone card and a payphone, or like when I was in Greece on a yacht emailing my coach from a wedding magazine editorial and then a song clicks on and it's like boom I'm there right now and now I'm in Australia with my niece and now I'm in fucking Morocco music is like I could never live without music And I'm grateful for heartbreak. I'm grateful for love, man. I would have rather have loved and lost than have never have loved. You know what I mean? Like, 100%. And I really think that 
we can go back to the test days for a minute, guys. I was not only having a test day, but I was having a test week. And, you know, and I was thinking, what test week from what? Baking bread? Get my fucking shit together. Quit being a little bitch. Fuck. All this pressure I'm putting on myself, I'm putting on myself deliberately. Taking sickening deliberate action. Then I'm having a test week because I'm sitting out here at 11.22 and I got to get up at 3 o'clock. It's all by choice. I'm doing this podcast by choice. I'm getting up at 3 o'clock by choice. I'm doing 75 hard by choice. I took financial risks by choice. Get over yourself. Fuck. Motivation is low. When, sorry, when motivation is low, gratitude is high, guys. That's what it's all about. That's what this episode is all about. When that motivation is low, when you're on that test day, on that test week, gratitude is high. Last but not least, guys, we're going to leave it at this. We're getting close to 50 minutes. Um, And I just want to say the thing that I think I'm most grateful for, in a way, anyways. And I'm most thankful for the unknown. And you ask me, well, why? Why are you thankful for the unknown? Seems like a lot of people are afraid of the unknown. That's the biggest fear, right? Death in a sense. Anything that's unknown is basically a version of death. And when I think of death now, I laugh because it's just like, it's inevitable. So why not laugh about it? Because you're not, you're not gonna win that one. You're not gonna win. There's few things in life that cause you to be in such a hurry, but at the same time, really help you appreciate the moments you have and it's death death is one of the most beautiful thing in this life because of the power that it has and the reason why it has that power you guys is because it's unknown we don't know what it is and why am i grateful for that well i'm grateful for that because i get to feel that power i get to feel that rapture I get to kind of be in that rat race and push myself and see what I'm made of before it's all over. But at the same time, I realize that I need to slow things down and just be in this moment with my niece because I don't know if I'm going to get this chance again. I might get on a plane tomorrow and it might go down. That's what death does, guys. It is the unknown. Death and the unknown are the same thing. And the reason, this power, guys, I'm getting to it, I'm getting to it, bear with me. The power of the unknown, the power of death that I speak of, is faith. There is nothing stronger than faith nothing period and you know what we always fight to try and tell the future to try and see what's in the future guys but if you know the future think about this if you know what's in the future what's in the next minute what's tomorrow next week next year when you're gonna die if you know the future 
then faith does not exist. It cannot exist, guys, because faith comes from not knowing, but pushing through it anyways. So therefore, in order to harness the full power of faith, guys, you must never, ever, ever, ever know the future. You should always seek the unknown. 